This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! One. Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Guys, football is back. That's right, football is back again. And man, it happens tonight. The Premier League is happening. All the football fans who are out there have been messaging me, sliding into the DMs, and saying, Omar, when are you going to do a Premier League show? The Premier League show is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, and now we're going to be talking about it in the next hour. Firstly, where did we finish up before COVID hit? So where did we leave the Premier League? Second segment, what state do we resume the Premier League in? The third segment, sports campaigns. And by the way, a chance for you guys to have your say on what's happening in the Premier League. Shout out to everyone. Ala, who's tuned in from Saudi. Florin, who's tuned in from New York. S- uh, CXYYY Arif um, and you've got who else have we got here let me just go Frames Rahda David everyone everyone is tuned in Yola thank you so much for connecting on the Halftime Show i got a wicked store so get what you need to get to get back on whether you're tuned in on the Instagram live 95FM in the car Pulse95Radio.com on the website if you want the music as well or even our app Sharjah Broadcasting Authority and if you do miss our shows live guys don't worry you can catch us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and Rami. Any platform, basically, that you need to hear the latest news on health, fitness, well-being and sports. Today's show is the Premier League and I can't wait for you guys to enjoy it with me because I am guest. That's right. You heard it right. I said I'm guest. So stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show. With Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. What a show we have in store today. Hey, listen. The Premier League is back. You don't understand. The Premier League is back. Another one. Another one it is. And guess what? We have so much to cover in such a short space of time. I'm going to be taking all your questions, all your suggestions, and all your comments for the fourth segment. So let's build it up together. The first part we're going to start off is as follows. Where did we leave the Premier League? league now for a lot of people it's been such a long time ago from today guess what guys it's a hundred days since the last time we watched the premier league and now it's happening tonight in the uae in Sharjah. if you are going to be watching it starts at 9 p.m 
UAE time, right? In the UK, you got a different time out there. In the US, shout out to Flo, who's tuned in from the US. It's a different time out there, but can't believe that Sheffield United and Aston Villa will be kicking us off. But the big one, yes, the big one is Manchester City versus Arsenal. Arteta returns back. And speaking about Manchester City, there's a couple of things that have happened since we last spoke about the Premier League, and it has been a while. So the first thing we're going to say is how the league table, you know, kind of st- like finished up before we kind of took a break. Liverpool were obviously very close, two wins away from winning it. However, City play Arsenal in the game in hand and one of the very few teams to have 10 games all together, which kicks us off to something very, very interesting. Before the league stopped talking uh, about, you know, um, when we're going to be back, we were actually facing, um, you know, the crisis of COVID-19 as Arteta picked up the virus. Now, when Arteta picked up the virus, it was from the game with Arsenal Olympiacos from the chairman of Olympiacos at the Emirates Stadium. Now, he was he was gracious enough to come forward and say, listen, I've picked up the virus. We've got to stop. It's not safe for anyone. And that's what happened. Now, from that point, City were under some sort of... Um, trial regarding being in the top four for the Champions League. What do I mean by that? It means that basically City were facing a ban from Champions League for the next two seasons. Now, what that does, it changes the whole scope of the Premier League. So all of a sudden, thinking about being in the top four became the top five. And in the top five meant you would finish in the Champions League spot. Then... What happened then is they went to court. A lot of things has been happening. They face a two-year ban plus 25 million fine for breaking fair play rules, which means they were spending money illegally, allegedly, in and out of accounts across the Manchester City umbrella financially. Now, when we said that, all of a sudden, the teams that were around opens up the race for the Champions League spots. And if we look at the league table as we speak, Liverpool are first, won the league, two games games away we know that Manchester City are second which now changes the whole dynamic of what happens for the Champions League spot Leicester were in third with 53 points Chelsea uh, 48 Man United 45 Wolves 43 Sheffield United 43 Tottenham 41 and Arsenal 40 and that is the top nine spaces so five of those teams will be able to qualify for the Champions League if City get convicted of breaking financial fair play rules. Now, many things have happened behind the scenes that we kind of had to pick up on. And one of those things was that City are still in court at the moment now regarding that. And last week, they had three days of hearings uh, regarding this and were quite confident, as per report, saying that when they left those three days of hearings at the court, they were confident they'd be able to turn this around. Now, whether that's not going to be two years, it might just be one year, or whether it will be be reduced to a fine. That's kind of where it left us off with City. But that's only one thing regarding that. So many players are back. And we're talking about that in the next segment, which changes again the whole dynamic of where we're at. Before COVID, we had fans. Now we don't have any more fans. So home and away games turns into a whole different psychological factor when you think about there are no home or away games. Yes, you might be going to a new stadium. Yes, you might be thinking of different things regarding that. But right now... We've got a lot to look forward to. We've got two months of football. We've got almost every day of Premier League for a good couple of weeks at least before they break.
break up for um, the fixture pileup and hopefully no one contracts the virus because Norwich versus Tottenham last week in a friendly one Norwich player tested positive however it wasn't enough to affect Tottenham apparently because it has to be 15 minutes according to government how that's measured I have no idea but saying that we found out from inside sources that everyone seems to be safe the Norwich player has been taken away into um, self-isolation quarantine etc the Tottenham players seem okay and they're being tested twice a day so those are the reports regarding that the Premier League is still set to go touch wood until tonight um, where everything kicks off but that also tells you this could happen at any time and so with that in mind it puts things in perspective of what we're going to be expecting for the Premier League regarding breaking this virus that has almost changed the world from how we see things so fans will no longer be allowed in the stadiums at least not in the Premier League you might see some virtual fans don't let your eyes fool you they're just virtual because the difference is from the top angle of the stadium you see the virtual fans but the moment player goes to take a set piece the fans are gone that's one two you might hear sounds and noises audio from the fans when their chance is created or goals scored does that add a bit more to it yes will anything replace it not really this more than at any time is you know um is a time we actually value fans now because a lot of the times football is a business people tend to forget that the money everything behind it there's so much stuff going on but right now it's all about Premier League being back there's plenty to play for as I said it's a top five now unless City uh, get out of the allegations that they face regarding you know fair play but we've also got the relegation zone now Norwich are pretty much down with 21 points you've got Aston Villa at 25 and then above that you've got Bournemouth 27 Watford 27 West Ham 27 and Brighton 29 there's a lot of things to play for and the Premier League is back tonight but saying that how our match venue is going to be safe how will teams be traveling to to the games what will be different how do we what state do we resume the premier league you can find that right after the break on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar adouri This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in. Nejla, you've got Murad, you've got, uh, I was going to say Spicy, you've got Hassan, nicknamed Spicy, you've got Huda um, from the US, you've got Debo, you've got Florin from the UK, you've got Dodi, uh, Alawi, and also, of course, Ami Samah, of course, of course. Shout out to everyone who is tuned in and making the show what it is. Thank you so much for being with me today on the Halftime Show. You guys wanted the Premier League show, and I'm delivering and that's exactly what I wanted to do today. I wanted to be able to... Football is back finally and for all the football fans, you know, I am a football man myself but I like to... The show, the halftime show is normally more than just sports and we talk about mental health, we talk about the psychology behind it, we talk about lifestyle, we talk about fitness, we talk about how the brain controls the body. We speak about a lot of things. 
now we're talking about what state do we resume the league in now my question for all the football fans which team looks strongest with the injured players returning it's a huge question because right now it's a clean slate those teams that had the players out and injured now have them back so the mindset is very different we're all on the same ground there are no fans anymore there is nothing that's going to be able to differentiate between home and away maybe the stadium maybe um, the things that are going to be the difference in terms of how the protocols are going to be used and I will be talking about that in this episode um, when we look at the players who are resuming from injury Kane and Son will be back for Tottenham which changes their Champions League running Rashford and Pogba will be back and by the way for all the Man United fans and the, and the Marcus Rashford fans I'm covering what he's been doing in the third segment which is truly remarkable to see someone at that level who's not only talking about it but is actually doing something about it and he's contributed over 20 million to be able to help people the homeless um, with meals at schools um, the, what he's been through so stay tuned for that on the segment three I'm definitely definitely be talking about that but speaking about the Premier League Manchester City gets Sane and Laporte back now we all know that Manchester City had a weakness in defense Laporte kind of manages that defensive line, which is albeit a bit shaky because Fernandinho's had to drop back in the back four unless they've played a back three. Laporte for Man City is what Van Dijk is for Liverpool. Now, before you jump on me, Liverpool fans, when you see the results and the facts, he managed to control that defense, albeit with no Vincent Company at the club anymore, which requires a lot of leadership. And the leadership aspect in this is key because in this last running, games are thick and fast. That's another thing you've got to consider. Chelsea... Chelsea have been on the up. No transfers earlier this year. Yes, they have made transfers during the break. However, they get Kante back. They get Hudson-Odoi back. And Loftus-Cheek. Now, for those that aren't big fans of Loftus-Cheek or don't know as much about him, he's actually one of the most... Uh, let's say one of the biggest prospects that England has seen for a while and actually scored two goals in a friendly behind closed doors I wasn't there I promise I was here in the UAE uh, last week then you've got Arsenal who've got Tierney and Bellerin back and we all know that defensively they've been incapable of keeping clean sheets Arteta has come in and re revitalized the whole setup which has shown more about humanity and the way he treats them as people as he treats them as athletes as well then you've got the relegation battle which will have McGinn and David Brooks and so many things well, my question to you guys is which which team will benefit the most from having all their players back and the other question which has already got people talking which I will be mentioning in the final segment who are going to be in the top five for the Premier League this year huge huge question considering all the facts remember the soft tissue injuries it's been a hundred days since we watched Premier League what what is um, going to be different when we watch the Premier League so for those people that are are tuning in and wondering how have things changed over COVID first thing is um, what are the do's and don'ts on the pitch so spitting nose clearing are banned players will have to maintain distance during goal celebrations but yet they can play football normally handshakes are not allowed and no mass confrontations has been ordered uh, 
I don't, I don't know. When you play football, it's, it's very hard to kind of think that you're going to be a distant with anyone. Will the teams enter the pitch together? No, they won't. The new laws say they won't. And this is what I'm kind of covering in this segment as well. They won't be entering together. There should be no congregation in or around the tunnel. There's no longer going to be interviews with the players at ground side. Uh, will there be any ball boys? No, no ball boys anymore. So spare match balls will be there around the pitch and the referees will offer guidance in managing the process. So that's another thing psychologically you got to realize. Before, the home team would have their ball boys ready. If the ball went out, they'd throw it back quickly to the player to take a throw in. Now, there's no ball boys. So that might take a little bit more time. Will there be any breaks apart from half time? Yes, there will be a drinks break. That's another thing that you guys now will be discovering. There'll be a, a, a drinks break lasting no longer than one minute and will be taken in each half. So you get the, t- the half time, obviously, full time, and then you get the two drinks breaks as well. Will the technical area look different? It will be expanded to ensure social distancing, which again changes a lot of different things in terms of how we view things um, from the ground side upwards. Will anti-doping tests be conducted? Yes. There will be uh, anti-doping tests. Um, Now more than ever, health and safety is extremely important. So all these factors are part of what we are to expect from resuming to the Premier League. Will VAR still be in use? Yes. Uh, At Stockley Park, there will be the VAR system happening. And that is a couple of the questions I've had sent in, uh, funny enough, on the Premier League resuming. I've also had people on the Instagram live at Omar Alduri uh, giving me their predictions for the top five. Text us on 4215 Salat or do the Premier League is back. Who are your top five going to be for this season of the Premier League? And the reason why I say top five, because Manchester City might be banned from the Champions League, which gives the opportunity for the fifth place to finish in the Champions League spot. So there's your uh, rundown of how the Premier League will resume. And coming up next, I've got... Sometimes we say that athletes don't do enough and don't don't follow their actions. So they might speak about it, if they even speak about it. And sometimes they don't actually do stuff about it. Well, Marcus Rashford, if you don't know the name, Google the name. 22-year-old athlete who plays for Manchester United England has done a lot for not just the game, not just his race, his culture, but also humanity in giving back uh, to homeless people and providing meals and challenging the government in the UK to be able to keep um, what he started, which is amazing. So stay tuned for more on The Only Place to Be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the this is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It's 
sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in from around the world. And I say around the world for a reason. We've got people in Egypt, so shout out to Nisma. We've got people in Saudi, shout out to Hamid Samaha. We've got people in uh, in the US, Debo and Florin. We've got people in the UK, Dodi, Hala. So thank you so much for tuning in uh, around the world. We really appreciate your time. And we do cover a lot of things on the Halftime Show regarding health, fitness, sports, and also a different a different angle on things when it comes to mindset. Now, sometimes on the show, I like to cover things where it shows athletes more as humans than just athletes. And I say that because a lot of the times, especially in the current times, we're challenged mentally, we're challenged physically. Um, the economy has been hit very, very hard. Um, you know, and that's something that I... I I think I've always said this, and if you tuned in last week, you would have heard me say that when it comes down to to us as professionals, we've got to do more, especially during the tough times. If it doesn't, even if people don't realize what we're doing, it's really key that we can kind of reach out, check up on people, ask how people are doing. You know, I had a phone call with a, with a good friend of mine today, just randomly who I haven't spoken to for a year, and uh, and we spoke for 25 minutes, and he used to play in the same football team as me here in um, in the UAE. He's a goalkeeper. Shout out to Mikey. And um, and we just spoke like it was yesterday. And just the happiness from both of our sides to be able to speak and talk and just, just have a good conversation was really, really key. Now, in the UK, Marcus Rashford is someone who, if you don't know about him, should know about him. Because at the tender age of 22, he's done a lot of things. He's come from quite a hard upbringing as well, being one of five children. Um, he's he's a real ambassador for the game. The talented Manchester United player had a shoebox campaign in December for the homeless people. And the reason why he had this is because as a young player, he used to uh, drive past homeless people on the school bus. Um, and he used to see a lot of homeless people. So obviously now he's in a much healthier position. And in doing so, he was able to to provide this campaign called the Shoebox Campaign, which raised so much money and provided meals for, um, for, you know, for the homeless. And that was kind of one of the first things he did. And the reason why he did that is because being one of five children from the south of Manchester, he had to go through hardships with his um, single parent, his mum, who used to look after him. And, uh, and, and he wanted to pay back. So when he was in a, a much better position, he was able to actually provide back for those people. And that was something that happened last year. Now, since then, he's been doing a lot more and he's been providing free school meals, urging the government to allow the campaign to continue so that those people that can't afford food are provided with it. And he's someone that's that's funded, you know, it's, it's incredible. The stuff I was reading earlier was was that he actually raised up to 20 million pounds for those people who need it and for those people that, you know, we don't hear about and we don't see because it's kind of an ugly side of of the game, but it's a real side. And I say that because sometimes it's very easy to turn a blind eye to those people. And when you do something normally, it's kind of key that we do it because we really want to do it, not for the gram, not for social media. You do something and you do it wholeheartedly. And that's what Rashford was doing. And I was really interested to see how far this would be pushed. And the fact he's gone to challenge the government 
is even more incredible because he's used his platform in the right way. A lot of the times, you know, we... We kind of, we see all this stuff and we don't really act on it and, um, or act enough, let's say, on it. You know, he is someone who, who has raised the money. He's someone that, he actually voiced out this um, message on Twitter, which I'm going to read out to you now. And he, and it said, you know, um, he said, this was never about me or you. This was never about politics. This was a cry out for help for, from vulnerable parents all over the country. And I simply provided a platform for their voices to be heard. I stand proud today knowing that we have listened and we have done what is right. There is still a long way to go, but I am thankful to you all that we have given these families. Just one less thing to worry about tonight. The well-being of our children should be always a priority. And this was Marcus Rashford addressed to all members of parliament. Now, footballers have often been easy targets and, and Hancock was happy to at- attempt to pit the ordinary people against the stereotype who are overpaid. But in these cases, people like Marcus Rashford and Raheem Sterling, who have been who have been what the generation are looking at, the youth are looking at these players nowadays. And wherever team you support, whatever fan you follow, these players have actually stood firm and have led the way for youngsters to follow their actions and to be able to be genuinely giving and good people and whatever you have to be able to give to the environment to give there's always people that don't have that you know Murad uh, online on the Instagram live is telling me how much Ozel and Cristiano Ronaldo have done and I agree 100% these are the type of things that athletes are capable of doing and they're capable of raising and it's not just athletes by the way we can do the same thing um, in that there was a a BBC interview on Monday and and Rashford also revealed how his mum made him join United's Academy a year early age 11 to ensure he was getting the right nutrition it was to help my mum with her situation and also get me out of a situation that I was in and that's another thing as parents I mean I'm not a parent yet but as as parents it's something that's so key that you are able to set that and I, I have a good friend of mine called Murad who does that with his son Isa and, and sets the example and at this age now obviously there's so many things we're exposed to with technology and social media and all these kind of things and yes we banter and yes we talk about you know um, you know sports and, and everything but when it comes down to the human side of the game it's so important that parents play their role society plays its role gender race religion culture all these things are so key in being able to lead with that front foot forward and be able to walk and step together because that's the problem nowadays it's very individual right it's all about me 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 and it's not about us and and i love the fact that we have all these amazing things the adan is coming up now so i'm going to leave you with that but before i let you go with that we got one more segment coming up and I do want to get your questions and answers in. We've got the top five as well in the Premier League. Who's going to finish in the top five? The Instagram is going crazy at the moment at Omar Duri and Pulse95 Radio. The messages are coming in, so I'm super delighted with that. And as soon as the Adan is done, I'm going to finish up on that segment and that will be full-time on the Halftime Show. So stay tuned for more on The Only Place to Be, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, 
What a hit, son. What a hit. And I can't wait to hear that tonight. Hopefully, Arsenal. Not um, <laughs> not Manchester City, because we all know what's going to happen when Manchester City play Arsenal. Last six games have finished with six wins for City. Um, will it be affected by the fact there's no fans? I hope so. It might be less intimidating. Um, shout out to Divya, Murad, Athra, Ala, uh, Ami Samah as well, uh, Maria, and everyone who's tuned in. Of course, of course, we've got Sarhan as well in the building. He's throwing his two cents in. Um, I asked you who your top five would be and Spicy Hassan. And I got a very, very couple, a few couple of interesting um, top fives. Let's let's go through them now here. So I've got um, Ala says, my dad says it will be Liverpool, City, Leicester, Man United and Sheffield United. Okay, very nice. Uh, that's a good, I like that. We've got... Who else do we have? We've got... Uh, there's a lot of comments here. I'm trying to read through before we wrap it up. We've got Divya saying Liverpool, Chelsea, City, United and Leicester. Okay, okay. That sounds good. I'll take that. Um, I've got a question for me, which I'll take in a second. What's your top five? The predictions for tonight? Oh, man. It's going to be really tough tonight. Sahran is, is obviously making fun out of Arsenal as usual. <laughs> my, my dad says Arsenal have to play the counter if they want to win that's a very good point by Alat Pops and we've got a question from um, Spicy as well saying what's your top five alright so for the Premier League especially as we are now I think that obviously Liverpool and, and City have cemented their role I have a very very funny feeling for Chelsea I think Chelsea will sneak in third I think Leicester might might drop to fourth or fifth uh, United have a very strong claim I want to say Arsenal fifth but I think it all depends on tonight's results uh, Tottenham sorry Isa won't be in my top five um, so that leaves me with Liverpool to win the league obviously City Chelsea hmm and I'll probably say United to finish fourth and Leicester to finish fifth that's my talk but I would not be surprised if Leicester finished fourth and Wolves here's my throw out there guys just in case you know for those people like what Wolves I think Wolves will finish fifth that's I think a lot of people have just sidestepped Wolves and if you look at their running they have the easiest running apart from United obviously um, to try and cement a spot so so yeah that's my uh, United fans don't get too excited I hope you lose every game <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah I've got to tell the truth I'm a football fan firstly and foremost and I'm, I'm a purist of the game I love the game you know more than my own team um, of course I'd love Arsenal to finish top uh, four but I don't I can't see that happening it's very very early right now and I will say that keep an eye out for Wolves especially the manager Nuno Despirito de Santo has has been fantastic so far and if you realize Wolves have played the most games out of everyone this season so that break would really really work well for them um, they've got the Europa League as well which would be no distraction um, and uh, especially when it comes down to you know the way things are Sheffield United are extremely difficult to beat guys we've got 10 games of Premier League action going you've got Arsenal against City tonight Arteta goes back to Manchester City for the first time Manchester City have brought in a new number two which is going to also change the game because he's someone that Arteta looks up to then you've got Man United versus Tottenham and Mourinho faces his old club but Pogba is now 
fit to play Tottenham and he will want to win that game especially against his old manager you've got Liverpool versus Everton which again Liverpool are in a derby it's crazy there's no fans this time so that's going to be huge as well and in saying that if City don't get the result they want Liverpool need two games to win the league will that change the outcome of the league if they face Liverpool later on after they've won the league I doubt it under Klopp but hey that's something I'm throwing out there spicy United who is what Sarhan is is winding up um, our good friend Hassan on the Instagram live at Omar Duri. and guys we are reaching full time on the halftime show I don't know about you but that hour flew thank you so much for everyone who tuned in and remember guys if you do miss the show you can catch our podcast on Apple Spotify SoundCloud and Angami all you have to do is type in the halftime show with Omar Duri and everything comes up there all the shows we've had covering all the topics all the amazing guests it's amazing I can't wait to host you guys again remember you can catch me every Monday Wednesday and Saturday 3 to 4 UAE time shout out to the US UK Saudi Egypt um, everyone who tuned in it's me Omar Duri your host on the Halftime Show out have an incredible day stay blessed peace This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.